This is Live Well Talk on Influenza. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at United Point Health St. Luke's Hospital. It's flu season, and flu shots are highly recommended. Each year, we try to guess our best uh, what, how serious the flu season will be. And with me today to answer some of those questions and provide guidance for prevention and vaccination is Dr. Ahmed Abolful, infectious disease specialist, joined by his trusty sidekick nurse practitioner, Kristen Baker. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Well, it is flu season, uh, and I know we spoke about this yesterday at a meeting about the influenza vaccination and whether or not it's going to be uh, accurate or uh, effective, I should say, this year. But what do you recommend uh, as far as the uh, flu shot of when they should get it based upon timing in the year? Is it ever too soon? Is it ever too late? What's your experience? Uh, well, let's just talk about the influenza in general first. I mean, influenza is acute respiratory illness that com- comes in epidemics, usually during the winter uh, season. Uh, so usually, if you want to get the flu vaccine to prevent that uh, infection, usually we'd like to start in uh, on October. Uh, the, the, it's between October to May. So basically, if you want to start in September, that should be okay. Uh, and usually, it is never too late. This is what I'm going to say. If you're like even still in November and you didn't get you the flu vaccine, still get it. So never say that, oh, it's been March, we're done. No, I, I would not recommend that. Now, is there a, a delay until the, the vaccination works? And how long is that delay? Yeah. So usually this is the way how we come up with the uh, flu vaccine. We have a global surveys uh, all over the world. We just look at the uh, circulating viruses at the end of the flu season from the previous year. And then we come up with uh, what are the most common uh, strains of the virus uh, circulating in the community. And according to that, we decide which vaccine or which strain should be in the vaccine. And that takes around six months to develop the vaccine. Now, you know, we'll get into the vaccines here in a minute, but there's other ways to prevent the transmission of flu. Kristen, what what are some of those other ways that someone can do on their own uh, to, to survive the flu season? Like you said, the single best way is to to prevent the seasonal flu is to get the vaccination. But other measures that you can do is covering your mouth um, and your nose with sneezing and coughing, making sure that you are washing your hands, um, good hand hygiene with soap and water. Um, The second best option is using antibacterial um, hand cleanser. That's but I always tell patients that using soap and water is the, the best of the options if you, that's available. Um, other ways to prevent it is making sure that you're not touching your hands to your face and your eyes. Um, those are some good measures to adhere by to prevent the flu. And, and if, if I have the flu, how long am I contagious? Five days. Five days. Okay, that's good, good advice for avoidance on that standpoint. Dr. Bullful, there's been, over the years, there's been controversy with the vaccines. We remember the autism uh, association that's been completely disproven. And actually, that physician, I believe, was sanctioned, if not lost his license in England. But tell us about what, what, what are the vaccines out there and what do I need to know about the vaccines if I'm a patient? Well, I'll make it simple. Usually, uh, we have two main category of the vaccine. We have the live vaccine and we have the non-live vaccine. Uh, live vaccine is indicated for certain age group, and usually uh, people between the age of uh, 2 and uh, 49, uh, as long as they're not immune compromised and not a pregnant individuals. Then we have the uh, uh, not live vaccine, 
And we have like a quadrivalent vaccine, we have a trivalent vaccine. Trivalent mean, meaning that they have three strains of the uh, influenza virus, 2A, 1B. The quadrivalent vaccine, it has four strains of the uh, influenza vaccine, two uh, strains of A influenza uh, virus, and the other one is two of the uh, influenza B virus. Now, if you just, uh, some of them are uh, the development of the vaccine, sometimes it has something to do with the uh, uh, imperionated eggs. And, you know, uh, sometimes we have, we use, we use different technology to come up with the vaccine. So uh, based uh, on your age, uh, health uh, status, medical illnesses, uh, we decide which is the best vaccine to go with. Uh, we have high-dose uh, influenza vaccine where we use a uh, higher concentration of the virus in the vaccine, and usually this is indicated in people above the age of 65. Uh, the reason for that or the rationale behind the uh, higher dose is uh, higher immunity because those people above the age of 65, they are at higher risk uh, of complication after influenza infection. Now, is the higher dose also quadrivalent or is it It's a quadrivalent. Quadrivalent. Yeah. And... What, what do we give here in the hospital? I think we give the quadrivalent uh, uh, for the inpatients as well as the employees. Uh, I think so. Yeah. We have, yeah. um, well, in the past, there is this relationship with, I believe, the swine flu and Guillain-Barre or Guillain-Barre, but it's actually pronounced Guillain-Barre. Tell us about that. Is that a risk? Should I be worried about getting Guillain-Barre if I get the flu shot? Um, I think there was something uh, about this uh, uh, around the swine flu, and there was a lot of studies, and even like there was a meta-analysis study that was, uh, I remember I was a fellow at that time when we looked at that, and then we found actually that the, the uh, you know, Guillain-Barre, it comes, um, you know, whether it is the flu season or not the flu season. Correct. So basically, if you look at the prevalence and the incidence of the Guillain-Barre on that, on those years, and the uh, 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 and the time when we gave this wine, uh, you know, that the influenza vaccine at that time, we found that the same thing. There's no difference. So I, I don't think that, you know, the influenza vaccine uh, is associated with, uh, will put you at a higher risk for the Guillain-Barre. Uh, at the same time, I think you talked about the autism. And uh, even I, I think right now we have a lot of meta-analysis. We have a lot of studies uh, looking at kids uh, and uh, the risk with autism and the other vaccines too, and we didn't find any evidence of that. Even I think we have recent studies looking at uh, kids with siblings with autism, which meaning that we have we, we understand there must, uh, could be a genetic component for autism. So basically, we're talking about at siblings with autistic, you know, like siblings, which means they are at higher risk for autism. Even with the vaccines, we didn't find any relationship between the uh, autism and the vaccination. That's good to know. I mean, I think one of the greatest accomplishments other than perhaps going to the moon is the immunizations and vaccinations. Uh, I mean, we've eradicated polio, smallpox, uh, measles. Uh, measles. Yeah. Well, we can talk at a future podcast about how that's coming back. You know, if you didn't have Walter Reed and the yellow fever vaccine, you wouldn't have the Panama Canal or the uh, Suez Canal. You know, I mean, they, they, they those vaccinations help that get done. Well, that's really good information. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for clearing some of that up. As you know, I said earlier, I think vaccinations are just amazing what they've done to eliminate uh, death and disease in the world and uh, really shouldn't underestimate the power of that vaccination and getting a flu shot. That is Dr. Ahmed Abolfel, infectious disease specialist, and Kristen Baker, uh, infectious disease nurse practitioner. 
uh, and great information. And thanks for coming today. Thank you. If you have a topic you'd like to suggest for our Live Well Talk on podcast, shoot us an email at stlukescr at unitypoint.org. And we encourage you to tell your family, friends, neighbors about our podcast. Until next time, be well. Be well.